Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. So kill the lights, grab a cold one, and join us as we dive into this mad world we love. I'm Nick. I'm Seamus. And I'm Jamie. Like scary movies. Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? As a reminder to all listening, if you want to help us to continue growing as a podcast, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on whichever streaming platform you use. To stay up to date with us and all of our episodes, be sure to follow all of our socials. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Fear and Beer Pod. Feel free to reach out to us. We love to interact with you all. Good things come to those who wait. And we waited. And we got everything. And of course, we were away in a different state on a... Th- Three and a half hour car drive. <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights decide to say, fuck it. Here you go. Here's everything. Here, stop asking. Hey, people are lucky they got us while you were in a hotel room. So, oh, I know. It's more effort than most people would put in. So, and we said at the end of that episode, we will probably get this announcement on the, the following day when you are listening to our episode. So, our, our episode, as soon as it came out, was already null and void. It was. No longer speculation season. It was announcement season. We are in confirmation mode. We have a lot to get into. We have food tours, bars. We got David S. Pumpkins. We got scare zones. We got houses, shows, uh, everything. We have (laughs) the hard uh, lineups. We got just so much stuff to get into. So we are strictly going into our main segment. Um, I will go into my beer really quickly, but we obviously are, we have no reason to talk about speculation anymore. That, that segment is sort of null and void at the, at the time being, because we we've got everything we could ever ask for. So quickly, the beer I am drinking today is called fail safe because that seems to be what HHN did. They hit their fail safe switch. They dumped everything on us and they said, here you go. Enjoy. So this is from Woven Water Brewing. It's actually from Tampa. And this is a Czech Bohemian Pilsner, 4.8% ABV, 35 IBU. And this is a unfiltered traditional Czech style Pilsner brewed with 100% bark Pilsner malt and hopped exclusively with noble Czech Saz hops. And this is a smooth, drinkable, medium bodied Pilsner. It is malty, it is crisp, and it has a Bitter finish, according to Untapped. So I'm going to crack this. I'm going to pour it. I'm going to start drinking. Jamie, I know you got something. Let's get into your beer. I do have something. So Nick picked this one out for me, which sounds pretty good. It is a hard cider from Schilling Cidery in Seattle, Washington, which is pretty cool. I don't think I've had something from a cidery before. So this is 5.2% ABV, zero IBU, and the little details on Untapped. It's a modern semi-sweet apple forward cider with an old fermentation process. Um, One of the most approachable non-fruited ciders that Schilling has to offer. And a little bit about the can work that is really cool. We have a little Sasquatch Yeti guy on here walking through the mountains with the boombox that goes along with one of the house announcements that we got. Very and, fitting. <laughs> very fitting. And I'll have to post a picture of this can because this is really cool. And um, actually, I'm looking at the back of the can now. This beer is also gluten-free and vegan. <laughs> there you go. That's perfect for you. <laughs> How fun. And then you got that old, old arrival silver bullet locked and loaded. Oh, yeah. I'm, killing, I'm killing werewolves tonight again. <laughs> All right. 
Just call me I'm just Van Helsing. I'm just going to assume. Let's see. I'm going to do a little quick little one sip, one sniff, and then we're getting right into the nitty gritty of things. There's not much off the nose. I mean, it's a Pilsner. It's very clear, very Bud Light-ish. <laughs> Heavier body. The malts are there. It is a very deceiving beer because it looks very, very light. Uh, but this is not not that light tasting. Uh, so, uh, Jamie, quickly before we get into this, how's that beer? I know you're I was, probably I was just pouring it out. Just but. pouring it up, actually. Pretty much smells like a regular cider. Doesn't have too much of that strong apple scent since it's a semi-sweet. But let's try it. It's actually really good. <laughs> I feel like it's not as sweet as a cider usually is, like Angry Orchards and like stuff like that. It's really smooth too, which is nice. This is this is a good little regular old cider. I like it. All right. So I tried to organize all these announcements as best as I could to make this episode run smooth. So we are gonna get into kind of the miscellaneous of the event that that's been announced since we were able to record. And that is stuff like the Taste of Terror, the Peacock Bar, all that stuff. We will get through all of this and then we will jump right into scare zones and houses. I think I have it flipped on the rundown. So we are going to dive right in. So first, the very first thing I saw when the announcements came was that there was this new food style event called the taste of terror. Now this is supposedly, I think this is going to be at soundstage 33 and a, Taste of Terror ticket entitles one guest to a tasting preview of select Halloween Horror Nights 2023 food and beverage. This ticket includes non-alcoholic and alcoholic beverages, one souvenir light-up cup, and one Coca-Cola freestyle cup, and then some photos, stuff like that. They have not announced what food is going to be on this tour yet. You can only imagine that it's going to be, you know, probably not every single item that we're going to get at this event because the food has grown. The menus are drastically improved over the last, you know, over the, you know, maybe five years or so. The last two or three years have been really, really good. I mean, minus the candy burger. Yeah. Oh God. And that's (laughs) the, the, the picture they have, the, the one they're promoting it with is Is like the candy burger. It's like a black bun burger. Like, it's just like, it's, (laughs) The stomachs are not ready. That didn't mean to like bring you back to a soundstage thirty three. But... Better have metal toilets because like you smell, you're gonna you cut smell it. that drink that you you had one night and like that meme that he almost died and you're like <laughs> just thinking the about fl- it. The flashback. That, oh it's God, God, no, no, right now. Don't do it. Thinking about the burger. Oh. So this is a hundred and fifty nine ninety nine. There better be a lot of food. A on lot this of money. Place. That's a lot. Now. I mean, personally, I think I'm, it's a pretty good deal. Reading like the rundown of it, I mean, it kind of it says alcohol and on alcoholic included, so, and then food. But I wonder if there's a limit on it. You know, I think it's all you could eat. I think that's yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with. Drink. I don't yeah. disagree with Jamie. I think it's a. I mean, price wise, it probably evens out in the wash when it comes to how many times you're going to go mm-hmm. and how many how much you're going to buy when you're yeah. there. Um, but at the same time, it's also one of those things you pay that kind of price. You're going to have to eat everything or at least you should because you want to get your money's worth. Right? right. That's the only thing I struggle with is like I'm fat. So I'm going to buy pay $160, <laughs> go to it and then eat everything twice over because like, you know, I want to make sure I, I get my to. money's worth. <laughs> but I mean, we also don't do they don't they, they haven't have they announced whether they're limiting how many 
items you get per person or like you I know, think it's, it's more of a timed thing. Like I think I, so okay. too. Almost, it's almost like a gotcha. challenge. Like <laughs> see how many fucking taters yeah. I can eat. Well, in, that's in that's why minutes. I ask because <laughs> I mean I know we're I know we're joking about it. I know I know we're kind of joking about that, but like there are people that will try to take advantage of that like paid 160 and then just feel like well i can devour everything there yeah and this so is that yeah no, it's an advantage to to get that first look i get it's really it's and it's a good idea to if you do want to and and there is they did just announce this today that annual pass holders get 15 percent off from august 10th to august 16th damn uh, so bad yeah, and the dates deal. of this this program are August 10th to the 26th. So, if you want to get in early, like early, early, you can use your pass holder discount to kind of knock a little bit of change off that. And yeah, like I said, it, I mean, it's a little bit up there for me. Uh, I'm more just kind of wait and see. Like I, I get this way also with like pictures and going to the park. A lot of people go and like take pictures of all the props and stuff, and I see all that. But for me, I kind of like avoid the park in August. I, I haven't gone since the props came up, and I kind of like not going and not seeing these things in person until the event is like up and running and going. That's just like a personal thing for me. I, I find that I know I'm going to be there so often in September, October, and now November this month, this year. But I just feel like I I kind of want to just wait until it's official. Like I I know I could like sneak a peek or I could sneak a taste of this and that. But for me, like I know I'm going to eat all or at least the majority of these things throughout the run of the event. So for me to pay that, you know, premier price to kind of have that, that leg up and see it first and and be the first to talk about it. Like I, I don't care. I'll, I'll eat it and I'll spend that amount. If not more you know, down the road, once the events up and running, but it is cool. I, I do like this program this is a fun little thing yeah i think i mean i I don't hate the idea i think i mean it it's for somebody that's for sure um Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying that like i wouldn't necessarily be opposed to it i'm probably not going to spend 160 dollars on it only because since i'm going all the time you know we get frequent fear i can try everything kind of like throughout the season i think this is better for someone that's coming in say maybe you know maybe in August and isn't going to be able to come to the event proper and just wants to have that tasting or that feeling of it a little bit, or maybe try some of the stuff, you know, because they can't come here. But that's, the, I mean, to me, it's like, I don't under I really don't see the value in it only from the perspective of someone that is going to have it. Like, you know, cause we obviously live right around the corner from it. So where, what to me is the question would be like, what is the value for someone that doesn't live here? Yeah. that won't have freaking fear. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely. They're definitely trying to capture that foodie. Because um, this is supposed or, to be prior to the event, right? Or is this like throughout the? This event? is before the event. This is right, all. So like, this is like a preview. Of I think that's food. my point. Like, like what is it? Like, I guess just my question would be like, what does it do for people? And I, I'm sure again, y'all, you can explain it to me. I'd like to. I'd like to know like why it value. Why why someone else might have it at a higher value than I do. That's mm-hmm. that's all. I think it's for a lot of the foodies, the bloggers, the YouTubers to be, you know, the first. It's kind of like when yeah, I mean, that's you know, minions opened. It, it was that's like true. get in there I mean, for them. Totally worth it. I get it, especially if you're primarily YouTube. Like you're uh, you're in a visual medium. Like this will get clicks. I get it. And I, guess I don't so. fault anybody for doing it. I I prefer, like I said, more 
all along the lines of like the props and scare zones that are already out. I kind of want to wait to see like what it's like when the sun is down and the lights are up and the fog is pumped the way it was meant to be seen. No, no, I agree with you. I agree That's with you where I am on it. Yep. Cause this is just like in a room, right? It's just, just like a, it's in sound. Yeah. Soundstage 33. There right, must it's be not like you're previewing houses or anything. No, no, no. Just food, just food and some right. drinks. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I just, I, I think, and again, I don't, I don't want to get stuck in this. This is the first thing we're talking about. I just, <laughs> no, I guess here we I'm, go. Just, <laughs> I'm just struggling to understand really where the value is for most people. And again, I, I'm, I'm not looking for an answer, yeah. but like, if it's just so that like, like you said, like the YouTube community, like that, that, that would be one, one. I think that that makes more sense to me than anything else. I, I like for just, for just, just Joe, you know, Joe Smith, you know, some regular old park goer who happens to be a Horror Nights fan, like has come a couple times throughout the last few years. Like, why is that person going to spend $160? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't think where is universal making real money on this? And maybe yeah, they're not, yeah. maybe that, maybe that's not the point. And, and, I th- and look, that's fine. I just, I'm just, I, that's just where I'm stuck on, but whatever. We don't need to spend all night on it either. I know one, I guess one last point. I have one point too. Okay. That (laughs) you just said too, for me is like, they're kind of making money while training. You know, I think this is more, I think this is a good idea probably for the food service side of it to be like, Hey, how do we operate? And then like, Hey, wait, we could just charge people to like come to our essentially training day or training week for our staff and be like, well, here you go. Here's a, Here's how you cook the diarrhea burger. Yeah, no, I, I, that makes, that makes actually, that makes some sense. I didn't think of that, but again, that's kind of why you and I are <laughs> so different. Like you come from that world. You both do. So yeah. I can understand uh, Jamie, why you would do that. What do you have on the old taste of terror? <laughs> so the only thing I wanted to mention, I know I was saying this is actually a really good deal. Personally, I probably won't be doing it because I'm a vegetarian. And I wanted to mention too, if you were thinking about doing this and you are vegetarian as well, Horror Nights and Universal has been really good about implementing more like vegan vegetarian dishes and stuff like that. But depending if they have the whole Horror Nights menu that they're going to have everything at the park or depending if it's only going to be certain little items, I feel like there might not be a lot for it to eat yeah, it's a good for, point. for stuff like that too. Unless you're really just wanting to go for like the drinks and stuff like that because you get the freestyle cup and the blinky cup as well, which is pretty nice. But I just wanted to mention that too in case anyone was looking into it. I didn't see anything about it saying that there would be specific vegetarian options, but just wouldn't be yeah. worth it, in my opinion, spending 160 and possibly eating multiples of the same thing. Yeah, I'd assume the menu for this should be uh, coming out soon. But yeah. let's move along. Uh, the Peacock Halloween Horror Bar. Uh, this is so far is very minimal as to what we know. But also all I've said so far is that it is going to feature themed libations within a ominous nightclub vibe. And there is going to be photo opportunities and more. There is no exact location right now. I think the potential thro- like idea being thrown around is over by the Lombard Seafood Grill. And a little rumor that I saw circulating. Hmm. And I have I, I saw the rumor and I saw everyone saying that this was a rumor from a UK press event. I found so no <laughs> I found no press event. I don't know where this stuff came yeah. from. So this could be completely not Gary over three is Gary over at uh at uh, RIP RIP spreading rumors uh, I don't I don't know where this rumors? came from <laughs> I don't know where this came I know from. you're listening <laughs> it's but, coming from a UK press event it sounds kind of fishy just saying yeah. <laughs> fishy seafood girl get it uh-huh. um That'd make it funny David S pumpkins could be at this horror bar 
which makes sense. Not the actual David S. Pumpkins. Not Tom. No, not Tom no, Hanks. Not I Tom wish. Hanks. Although that would be great. And my dogs are barking. Hold on. Continue. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna mute till they're done. <laughs> uh, but yes, David S. Pumpkins makes sense. Peacock, SNL. Uh, David S. Pumpkins was in a Bill and Ted show, I believe, at 2017. So it's not a completely unprecedented appearance. But I mean, this has got this is right up my alley. I've talked about David S. I Pumpkins hope it a lot. This is that would be amazing. It's just so outrageous. All you need is one character in the little orange suit. I have a David S. Pumpkins sticker on my desk right now that I'm rubbing for good luck in <laughs> hopes that he is going to be making his way because this, this podcast a, just got spicy. Because he's his own thing, and the skeletons rubbing stickers and stuff. They're part but, uh, of it. I, honestly, I mean, overall, this is a great idea. I, I I've been saying to myself, I'm like, why don't they do something like that? Like, not have like an actual like nightclub, but give us like, like, not gonna not not gonna complain too much about the drink offerings because they do a really good job of offering different types of drinks. But they don't really they, there's really isn't that one like spot where. You can kind of just go and chill, have a drink. I mean, outside of maybe going into Finnegan's, but Finnegan's, I think, do they shut down after the event no, starts? They, they don't, stay, right? They, They're still yeah, open. They so, I mean, that's one place, but that's still pretty brightly lit. Very much gets you out of the Halloween feeling of it. Like, why haven't they opened up some sort of like, if not completely enclosed, like just like somewhat some outdoor music spot like think about think about like this i I always i always imagined like something like the uh, rob zombie scare zone with like drinks specific like you get specifically there you know what i'm saying like and make it more like more of like a nightclubby type type feel um not to say that they could like age gate it but at least it'd be a cool kind of like vibe and it's a place where you can get all the different drinks that they're serving rather than just having that one spot that's over by Mel's um, that's kind of just there to serve, you know, mixed drinks. Yeah, this is very I, I hope the the way the direction that they kind of go with this and maybe in future years, Hello Scream or Orlando at SeaWorld does a great job of having larger themed bars. So much fun. I think this is I think this is something this that is probably a HHN direct shot. Yeah, it's could, a shot. Yeah, though. could or kind of then like. We can do that. So hopefully this, yeah, this that makes sense. Thing, but, but which Jamie, is why I'm surprised. Done... And I'm sorry. Good. I was like, Jamie, you've done the bars obviously with me at Hollow Scream. But what do you think? This could be this could work well at Horror Nights. I think so, too. I think it would be really fun to have it there. I really love the whole because I, I mean, the pop up bars are convenient and stuff like that. But it's just nice to have like Seamus was saying, it's nice to have somewhere to go into with like a cool vibe, you know, like you said, the same thing to kind of have like a little like age gap on it thing. But I think it'd be really fun. Do I think David I mean, S. Pumpkins is going to be there? <laughs> Nick really likes David S. Pumpkins, so I don't want to hate on him, but I'm not, I'm not a big fan like him. It's okay. It's okay. We're, <laughs> so, not, we're, we're, not, we're not all. I wouldn't be disheartened. We're not all Pumpkins. I'm just saying. We're not but no, all. I think, I mean, right. I, 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 but I am curious to see if, what they would have there. Like if they would have like characters or like themes from different like Peacock originals or something or just different horror movies or what. I think it'd be really cool. Yeah. I mean, it could just be that Peacock is the is the sponsor and have nothing to do right. with it. But at the same time, like it, it, it would sound or it sounds as if it'll be they'll put some effort into it. So like when we talk like get the nightclub vibe, like they'll probably have like a DJ. They'll yeah, have like some cool. like horror horror themed Maybe some horror movie themes would turn them into like like more clubby songs and that mm-hmm. sort of thing, and have some of the characters hanging out. You can get like obviously pictures with them and stuff like that. I mean, it'll it, it'll be a nice one of those one of the, like we always talk about. Like they need they need to add things yeah. that will break up 
some of the the weight. So like I think if you add something like this, this gives an excuse for people to kind of hang out somewhere. I think they've I'd gotten be, better. Might be a little dangerous though. I might be hanging out there all night. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I would assume there's probably going to be a time limit on it. Like you walk in, and they may time uh, hold you in true. there at once. I think I think that's what they'll do, and I, it would make sense, or at least limit how many drinks you can buy. Like maybe they'll they'll tag you when you walk in, like you do an actual nightclub, and like yeah. you know they'll mark on your on your tag like how many drinks you had. Um. And then that way, when you when you hit a certain point, that's all you can get. I act like such um, a big drinker. I'm gonna have like two yeah. Drinks. I mean, again, <laughs> well, that, 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 that's just it. Like, I don't think Universal runs into that issue too often, yeah. so I don't think it's gonna be a massive issue. But I think they'll do something to kind of like break it up and keep people from kind of just st- standing in there from park open to park close. Mm-hmm. But I, I, either way, I'm glad they're trying it. They definitely need to do this. I've like I've said, I'm surprised that they haven't been the ones to kind of like be the the front runners with this type of stuff. Like it took like SeaWorld doing it for them to be like, this is like, you know, what we want to do now too. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm I am I mean I'm relatively relatively excited to see what they do with this. Because I think this could grow into maybe even more. You know. All right. Moving on from David S. Pumpkins. Any <laughs> questions? Why did they go all in on David S. Pumpkins? Because he's amazing. All right. Dead Coconut Club. Again, something with very minimal announcements other than the fact that the Red Coconut Club will once again become the Dead Coconut Club with a new theme and menu this year. That is something we have not done. That might be something we have to check out at some point. I always didn't kind do of, it last year either. Yeah, I've always avoided it. it. It's always, from what I always saw, it was like harder to get in. It was kind of had weird hours. Private parties would constantly be renting it out. So I never scheduled it. I think this year we'll have to change that. We'll have to go check out this spot because it always looks cool. I just it looks super cool. Yeah, we'll have to pick like we'll have to pick like a specific night and say, hey, let's all meet up at there, have a few drinks there, and then go do a few houses. Yeah, head over. Do one of those deals. All right, moving to Chucky's Twisted Playground. So Chucky's Twisted Playground will be a photo illusion experience at Universal's Cabana Bay. Right, I heard about this. Yep. So it is another pose for photos kind of deal this is a combo of usa and sci-fi tv series it will feature uniquely scary photo opportunities and is exclusive to guests of any universal orlando resort hotel your hotel room key is required for entry there are going to be so that's kind of the chucky's twisted playground there Mm -hmm. are going to be special themed drinks at various spots. So the spooky swizzle lounge is going to be at Cabana Bay. The spooky sunset lounge is going to be at universal's endless summer resort dockside in his suites. And then the last of the, let's call this hotel talk, I guess is there's going to be a universal monsters gallery of legends. Now the other six universal Orlando hotels are going to have sort of a photo hunt to find the different universal monster photo opportunities. They are, they are in the lobby. Seems like a pretty easy hunt, but I guess the idea is to go around to the various hotels and get in the lobby and, and grab pictures with these. Hopefully statues, hopefully not just cardboard cutouts, these little monsters, but yeah. So that is the universal monsters gallery of legends. So again, something we tend to not do. Uh, we all live close enough. We never have to really have to stay on property. So stuff I probably won't experience and I don't ever feel the need to experience this stuff, but 
it's it's there. If you are listening and you are traveling, it's a nice little bonus for you because it's it does sound fun. But for someone that lives local, I don't feel the need to to spend money to stay 10 minutes from my house. Yeah, this is definitely for those guests coming out of from out of state. Now, I'm not saying that like people wouldn't take advantage of it. They're local. I mean, it would be fun, but I think just in the situation that at least I'm in right now, it's just, it wouldn't be something I could do, but um, it's cool that they're actually including the hotels. Did they do this last year? Is this brand new? They had a form of this last year, again, with the universal monsters. So they they do theme stuff up a little bit and they kind of kick back a little bit to the, the resort. Yeah. Which which is a good, it's a good deal. And again, it's one of those things too, which will keep, I think we'll keep the event somewhat, you know, it'll, it'll help with some wait times because people want to go back to the hotels and hang out in some of these areas and not spend every night till two in the morning at the theme park. Um, so it'll, it'll help control some of that as well. It just gives people more options really. Yeah. So we are kind of making our way into the park a little bit. The first thing we will talk about is the tribute store. We got a confirmation and we got a little bit of insight as to what this tribute store is going to look like. So the tribute store is going to be back in New York. So this is where the Mardi Gras store, or sorry, this is where all the previous yeah, tribute stores have been. The um, other tribute store location. Yeah. The tribute store is going to be themed as a quote unquote mysterious New York City comic book shop where guests can experience the tribute to terror by stepping into the pages That's of cool. this original terrifying horror comic book. I think it is going to be very Tales I love from it. the Crypt-ish. Yeah, I yep. think it's going to be like going way back to the, yeah. like the first couple of events. That's really cool. I'm cool. excited I for that. love this. I love this theme. Yeah, I think we all agree on comic that. Book I knew we'd all be on the same page. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, Seamus, this, this will excite you even more. Skipper Haas has posted that oh, very I, nice. they they work with them on some sort of art design, stuff like that. So they've had their hands in on oh, the cool. design and creation of, of some aspects of the store, I well, believe. That's cool. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. super, super cool. So, I mean, I've got a few of his great, posters. Like, a win for everything. Yeah, no, that's cool. I, I'm excited. I think it kind of, you know, we all we both kind of agreed that I think that they had only moved the tribute store so they could do some renovations in that building. I have a feeling that when we get there and we see it for the first time, it's going to be a lot different than we're used to. Um, I think they probably opened up the rooms a little bit, maybe or changed the configuration, maybe just kind of did some you know better renovation. Maybe it'll be a bigger store than it was before. Who knows? I hope it's all black yeah. and white, or at least one part of it. I see. I want it like. Super think, comic booky neon lights, like oh, it probably will. But have, like one little black and white section would be cool. And yeah. we don't exactly have like a whole lot to go back on, anyways, because none of us were there for the first event. So it's right. like it'll be interesting to kind of see it from our perspective. So I'm excited. I, I really I, that's cool. I'm glad that they're going to do something with that and probably give us some history at, at the same time. Yeah, I think it's going to be very, very, very fun, and this kind of makes sense too because when you think about the location that's in right now, the Jurassic park, one stuff that one thing that they do not have in that is those little buy your picture to have it on the wall kind of deal. And that's just such a easy source of income for, for horror nights, just such a little, I mean, even the Christmas store one too. So by having it in the other location, it kind of abandoned that 
bringing it back there will open up the opportunity. And I'm willing to bet that it'll be your picture will be on the cover of a comic book and it'll look like oh, a bunch yeah. of comic book covers slapped along that little hallway that we usually take. Probably. Yep. <laughs> all right. So I have the rundown in front of me. That is all. That is a lot of information out there. We are now going to get into the scare zones and the houses. So if you want, let's start with the scare zones first, just because I think that these are more, these are things we could probably talk about a little bit more because we had less ideas of exactly what this was. So Jamie, do you want to start on the very first scare zone? Do you have the, the yeah. rundown for us? Mm-hmm. Just read the little. Start the, yeah. Start the little blurb. Um, and then we'll kind of discuss these as we go along and, and cool. there's one interesting thing that I, I'm just very, very stoked about with all these scare zones. Yeah. So the first one I'm going to be talking about, which I'm very excited about. I'm excited about all of them, but especially this one, is Dr. Oddfellow's collection of horror. Dr. Oddfellow will lure you into Halloween Horror Nights with a promise of immortality. As he lifts the veil on all the horrors to come, you'll soon realize you may not even survive the night. Yeah, so a good little entrance to the park. You know, this mm-hmm. is... They've they're definitely owning the fact of like, hey, we are. This is sort of a introduction to the event. This is a you know, these are creatures from the different zones you are going to see. And this is how it all ties it together. We have seen the the big old trust go up recently in the park from pictures. It does look like there is a little like catwalk of sorts above it. It would be very cool to have Dr. Oddfellow on top of that above the guests with a mic yelling down to them, or even if they do audio work over it, as long as it's not, you know, just farting and burping of pumpkin Lord, I would enjoy that, you know, walking back and forth. Maybe, I mean, he could have like a little fog gun or something like that to like really step it up. This excites me to an extent. I like the contents of it. I just know that that zone as of late has sort of been a letdown. It's, kind of just a throwaway it's just characters you're going to see at other zones thrown in there but if they can do something a little bit special like if we had the zone last year if pumpkin lord was the true pumpkin lord that we knew and loved from wicked growth i would have liked that zone a lot more but because it became such a joke it was like i don't even want to go buy this guy anymore right now like i love the image i love this but like the the prompts are just whatever so it's really going to come down to odd fellow and how he is presented in this zone. That's for me what this zone is going to be all about. I agree. I don't really, I mean, I, I really wouldn't just, I would just reiterate what you just said. I think, I think that unfortunately, I think it just, it's just the nature of the beast of being where it is. Like that's going to be kind of what that zone is. Like you're going to get an, you're going to get to get a flavor of the event um, as you first come into the park, but I'm excited. I mean, I know you haven't really kind of explained why all the scare zones are kind of cool, but um, I think you'll get it as we go through them. <laughs> uh, Seamus, do you want to grab that next one? Yeah. So uh, again, I, I'm not, I haven't, have they put a map out? Do we know where these are? Like, as far as like, I obviously we know where one of them is, but either way, is this, is this where um, sweets was? Supposedly this is where uh, like, I can't think of that name. Graveyard. Graveyard. Um, oh, this is a graveyard. Okay. Yeah, okay. Hollywood. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, either way, this one is called Dark Zodiac. Um, and the description we got is Dr. Oddfellow, 
Hmm. Interesting. Has entered a dark dimension to harness the power of the Zodiac and live forever. He twists the signs into malevolent beings who foretold your doom. As his star rises, yours falls. So we're getting Dark Zodiac. Um, I know we had talked about it a few times on the spec maps. Uh, we are actually going to get something from one of the other parks and not just Hollywood. So this one comes from Singapore, if I correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, right? Am I right? Yes. Yeah, so that's where Singapore. it originally came from. I, it seemed like when they talked about this, they haven't re- ever really mentioned the fact that this wasn't uh, from Singapore because I think they want to not necessarily avoid it, but like they want to tie this into the Dr. Oddfellow story, whereas that one didn't. So it's kind of like, we're just going to, you know, take something similar, but not really bring up the fact that it was elsewhere. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm excited because I think we'll get our own flavor of it. It won't be exactly what they got, but it's nice that they're actually starting to kind of involve some of the stuff from parks other than the U S based parks. And that's what I've asked them to do. I've really wanted that to happen. Um, so I am excited for this one. I, I I think they're going to be able to do some really cool, unique, original characters and creatures. And I think p- tell a decent story, which is hard to do with scare zones. Yeah, I think this is definitely going to be that photo oppie zone. You know, f- they, the characters are going to be larger than life. I think this is going to be sure. you know, these grotesque Zodiac figures. And as you can see with this first De- uh, description of the zone the direction that they're going that we love is the fact that dr Oddfellow has his hands in every single little zone it ties it all together no matter how far-fetched it seems it's a part of his story so in the dark zodiac we're going to talk about the zodiac a little bit the power of the zodiac in the dr Oddfellow house but this is a good kind of you know peek behind the curtains into that small aspect of the house this is going to be what this power is, these creatures somehow he's harnessing it. And that's kind of one of the, one of the things that I'm really excited about with this. Any other thoughts on dark Zodiac before we move along? No. All right. So let's move to jungle of doom. Now I will go through this one. This one is in the 1920s. Dr. Oddfellow ventured deep, into the darkest jungle, performing horrific experiments on nature. Now his monstrous creations are running amok and are coming after you. So this is kind of what we were thinking originally. This is sort of, you know, some sort of mutation. He's playing literally a doctor, you know, in his mind. He's whether he's stitching them together, whether he's you know, transferring one animal part to another animal part. You know, we're going to get little hybrids. This is kind of what we were asking for. This has me a lot more excited than just like what we have talked about previously. Like, just don't take the easy way out. Don't do just a typical boring little jungle thing. This is kind of what we were, what we were looking for. So does this definition kind of excite you guys a little bit more? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I think so. Hello? Yep. I yep. can hear you. You're good. I, I, was gonna, I had to come back in. I think you guys lost me oh, for a maybe. second back there, but you I came back. Quiet. I came back. It's okay. I thought so because Nick was like, any other comments? <laughs> yeah. And it was quiet. I and I was like, oh, I guess <laughs> I guess y'all didn't hear I me. I noticed that. <laughs> and I was texting you. And then I saw that you went offline. I was like, ah, she figured it out. I did. Sorry. Sorry, guys, for the technical difficulties. <laughs> but yeah, so Jungle of Doom, Expedition Horror. This is a perfect spot Super for cool. it. It really is. Oh, yeah. I, I hope that they 
execute it as well as they've done some past ones. Maybe not the most recent past, but we've seen some really good zones in this area. I think it's been a little bit less lesser than in the past year, but I'm, I'm hoping that this is something that they kind of correct and, and really knock it out of the park. I think they will. I think it has great potential. I really like that they're using the um, animal kind of experiments gone wrong and stuff like that. I think it'll look really cool with the cursed, the scarecrow scare zone last year, cursed soil. I thought it was really cool. All the different, like the the crow person, the pig, the, um, what else did they have? Like the dog, the wolf looking guy. I just like all those kind of like animal creatures. So I think it'll be really fun to see some of these. I ones. want a liger. I want a mutated liger. <laughs> It's pretty much my favorite yeah, animal. It's pretty much my favorite animal. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jamie, do you want to take the next one? I know this one is your bread and butter. Yeah. I was just going to say, I was just saying the other one was going to be, I was really excited for it. But this one I'm really excited for, and I'm glad I get to talk about it. So this is going to be Vamp 69 Summer of Blood. At a 60s music fest in a small New York town, you'll jam to popular bands with fellow concert goers until Dr. Oddfellow unleashes vicious vampires on the audience. They're out for your blood. So this is going to be in the New York area where Sweet Revenge was last year. I think this is a great spot for it. This is where they had Vamp 85 before. They already have the big stage setup that I know a lot of pictures have been on Twitter. A lot of people have seen it. Unfortunately, I haven't been to the park to see it myself. Unlike Nick, I love going to the park during the day to see all the props being set up because I really, you don't really get to see some of those details at nighttime. And I think it's pretty cool seeing everything set up. But they have the stage set up. They have a guitar out there. They have a couple drums. They have the big backdrop. So I'm really excited to see this one come to fruition. I love the vamps. I love that Dr. Oddfellow is going to be putting his twist on it. I'm interested to see if he's going to be kind of their ringleader, kind of like making a presence on stage and they're all going to come to him and perform i'm just really excited to see how this one pans out yeah so one little thing we didn't mention yet they they kind of went into this in the discover universal podcast is that dr oddville is sort of a shapeshifter uh if you saw in the ah. the design of him he's got a little scar going down his eye and there will be characters in each of these zones and you have to find them sort of a little easter egg hunt a character will have a scar and that is Dr. Oddfellow. So he's kind of hiding in plain sight. That's fun. I must have been cool. sleeping for that part of the podcast in the car. Probably, <laughs> probably were. That's that's fun. I really like that, actually. So I, I forget the names. They gave him a name. He will be playing a character in the zone. And he is the one that's sort of putting it together and stuff like that. That's really but, cool. I like that. Yeah, I cannot wait for the zone. It's getting me excited. Like I said, I, I see the pictures, so I'm not like avoiding them. It's not completely spoiler because I know what's going to be there. And obviously we're going to be talking about it. But like seeing it in person, right. man, it doesn't do much for me. But from the pictures I've seen, <laughs> like they put out a giant like hippie school bus today. They had some motorcycles with the little hangers on oh, there. Don't tell me I'm missing oh, it. You're missing it. You're missing oh, you put a God. rug. A rug. That's it. Out. I'm calling off. I'm calling off work tomorrow. <laughs> oh, but I just can't wait to see what what songs they're gonna be banging through this. I mean, you get some. I know. Some Van Morrison, Beach Boys. I mean, Aretha Franklin. Like, you got everything. It's gonna be pumping. Some Beatles coming out through there. Like, oh, uh, here comes the sun. Do, do, do. Oh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I'm excited, Shams. What do you think about the Vamp '69? Summer yeah, I'm excited. I mean, again, it wasn't exactly the era that I was hoping for, but. I'm down for it because I've I haven't done the other two vamps, so it'll be kind of cool to get to get a feel for what those were like too. 
So I, I, I think it'll be better. It'll be more exciting for those who have done the other eras. So you'll have something to look back at and kind of compare it to, but maybe that'll be better for me because I won't really know what to expect. Groovy man. Far out. <laughs> maybe All we right. get, maybe we get uh, Bill and Ted vampires. <laughs> maybe. Uh, Seamus, you want to finish off our little scare zones? Yeah, sure. So our last scare zone is over in the San Francisco area by the Jaws. Um, this one's called Shipyard 32 Horrors Unhinged. And what they s- describe this one as is you're entering a 1940s San Francisco shipping yard full of mysterious crates and cages bearing Dr. Oddfellow's symbol. Beware, his nightmarish, oddi- nightmarish oddities excuse me, have now escaped, spreading fear and chaos in their wake. So this is going to be like a like an old shipping dock, shipping yard. So they have a bunch of like crates and bar- like things that are like piled up, um, and they'll have like his symbol on it, which is kind of cool. And it'll be a bunch of like they say nightmarish oddities, so whatever that means, what kind of creatures this would be. Yeah, um, but it sounds kind of like it'll be one of those deals you kind of just walk through. It'll be fog, things will jump out at you. Um, probably won't have any type of show element to it, but who knows? You never know. Yeah, I can't um, imagine a show. I, I I don't know. Maybe, but probably not. Um, one thing, again, that they pointed out on the Discovery Universal podcast was that some of these creatures are going to be creatures of the past of HHN. That Dr. Oddfellow was seemingly behind all the time. They're kind of retconning some stories. So what those creatures are, we will find out in the fog. But you might see some creatures from past HHN houses and then you can look back and be like, Oh, Dr. Oddfellow was doing this all along. So it was kind of cool that he'd be, yeah. he kind of had his hands in past, cool. past yeah. events. Uh, while we were here, you know, before we get into the, like the true meat and potatoes, that's what people come here for is the houses. Let's just hit the show real quick because they did announce nightmare fuel will be returning. This is nightmare fuel revenge dream. And the show that sparked your darkest dreams has reignited. Let your nightmares burn out of control as the pyro and aerial performers fire you up to the beat of metal and electronica. <laughs> so same thing. I have heard that is what they've referred to it as. There is a new dreamer and a new dream. So what I'm hoping is that it is a I mean, I know the show can only change so much, right? There's going to be dancers. There's going to be the fire girls. There's going to be the acrobats, the, the sense of magic. I get that that is all there, but I hope that the dream is vastly different. I love the show. I loved the first one. The second one was was very fun, but it was again, it was the same show. And I'm hoping that that was more because like the first iteration of it, it was that COVID year. Not all of the performers could be there in the second year. They were like, here's our main show. This is what was supposed to be last year. So I'm hoping that this year, the third year in a row, I'm hoping that not only is it just a different dreamer, I'm hoping it is a much different dream with a different storyline, so to speak. You know, you can do some of the same tricks, but, you know, prep it differently and and theme it differently. That's my hope out of this. Yeah. Yeah, I really like the Nightmare Fuel show. I didn't mind that it was kind of similar last year. Maybe that's because I just I rewatch stuff all the time anyway, so I don't mind in that aspect. But I I do like it and I'm interested to see... um, if they're going to use some of the same stunts or whatever, kind of like how they had the intro with the bed scene and stuff like that. I wonder if they're going to be doing some of the same stuff or it's going to be completely different. I'm interested to see what it'll be, but 
always excited for this one. It's fun to kind of take a little chill break, go watch the show, hang out. Although it's kind of a pain getting in and out with all the millions of people sardined in. But once you're in there, it's fun. <laughs> is a big old batch of hot, sweaty, black t-shirts, oh, yeah. stinky people. I like to, yeah, I would like to I would like to see this show. I mean, I, I don't think I got to see the second one, so I want to I want to see this one. So yeah, it's yeah. I mean, by not seeing the second one, you did not miss anything. It was the same show. There was maybe one or two different little things. There was a, mm. a guy on a big, you know, circle wheel thing that kind of swung around. It was like a big hula hoop. That was kind of the, the the biggest difference. First show for me was just I loved it, but yeah, it could definitely use a a upgrade of sorts. So. That is that we have our stage show. There's only that stage show. So I'm assuming that we'll get a sort of mini stage show in the Vamp 69 zone because the stage is set up. But as of now, there's no other like show show. So we'll we'll maybe see something in future years. So let's get into the houses because they announced a lot. They gave us a lot of on this podcast that they did with all the creators behind the scenes stuff. They gave us a lot of in-depth stuff. Some of the stuff that we're going to talk about, they forewarned it on their podcast. We'll kind of forewarn it a little bit here that some of the stuff we will discuss are sort of spoilery ish. Some it's very minimal stuff as to what is in the house It is more along the lines of storyline stuff that I, I personally like to know when I'm going into the house so I can feel the story a little bit more. Uh, but if you do not wish to hear the stories and, and that in-depth stuff, then I guess you can kind of skip along. But we are going to be talking about all of the stuff that we we can find so far on these. So I'll just kick it off. The first one that got announced before the big drop, I guess this was the, the little drop before the drop. This is the pre-drop to the big drop. The Exorcist Believer. So we are getting the new film, which does not come out till October 13th. As a house at Horror Nights, this was done with a a final trailer, I guess, for the Horror Nights. We got to meet the kid on the iPhone. He found a little doll. He touched it. He became possessed. Other than that, yeah, I I don't really follow the trailer as much because, like I said, we were on vacation. We were driving, and there was a lot of information to look out for. So I watched it very briefly. It I it's fine. Whatever. The tagline, an evil reawakened. So two girls go missing and they have been found with no memory of what happened to them. But wherever they went, the ultimate evil has returned with them. Enter the most terrifying scenes from the new Blumhouse film, which you will have not seen yet unless you came to the event after <laughs> October 13th. Um, so I, I saw the trailer for this movie. I watched it once before Oppenheimer and I thought it was whatever. I don't think it's any for me. It doesn't do anything different than, you know, the exorcist of Emily Rose, the exorcist, the Pope's exorcist, whatever little exorcist movie you want to watch. They are very rarely different from one another. It is the same beat after beat after beat. Possession films don't do it for me. I they just bore me. It's the same hard movie anyways to really like not remake but like do another version of it or another installment of it i mean exorcist itself the original exorcist is such a classic that i don't know i mean let's be honest blumhouse doesn't hit on everything either like some other movies don't always hit so 
Um, I mean, this is better than a Megan house, right? Yeah. So exactly. we can't really complain too much. Yeah, it's just it is a little confusing that they are going to go the route of unreleased movie. They yeah, the that's Discovery, strange. Yeah, I mean, on the Discovered Universal podcast, they said that this is a very intense house. This is a gross house and this is a very creepy house. So I think they will do a lot with the the little girls aspect of it. I mean, little children are terrifying always, even if they're not possessed, they're terrifying. But we, as the guests, are being pursued by this entity. And at one point, supposedly, we are going to go to the other side of reality. So we're, we're kind of going to go to the maybe the demons aspect. I, I hate to say the upside down, but like I guess that's from listening to them, the the way I took it, where it's like the alternate reality. So, I mean, it's, it's tough to gauge this house. You know, for me, I just, it's probably at or close to the bottom just because I have not seen it. And even if it were just the exorcist, it would still be in that same spot because of, you know, if they did the original, it's, there's only so much you can do with that movie. You know, it's, it's the room and it's the stairs. Cool. You're done. With this, there's probably a lot of cool scenes. I mean, but we just don't know what they are yet. And it does seem a little cheap that I'm going to be spoiled <laughs> from this movie. I might not even see the movie. I, I, if I go through the house, I might not need to see it. So well, I won't see it in theaters anyways. It'll be one of those <laughs> movies like that I'll now. wait until it's on streaming and watch it that way. Yeah. So I guess what are I mean, what are your final thoughts on The Exorcist Believer coming to Halloween Horror Nights 20, uh, 2023? I don't hate it, but I'm very shocked. I was I was talking about it on Twitter with a couple of people. I'm just really surprised that they're actually doing it. Like you said, to drop a house before a movie. Yeah, and I don't hate it either. A crazy concept to me, but I think I would have been a little more taken back if it was the original Exorcist because I didn't get to go through that house in the previous years. And obviously, it's an iconic film and all that kind of stuff, and be really cool to see it. But same thing, like you said, Nick, it's kind of hard to pick so many different scenes from that because there isn't really too much to choose from other than the main ones that people are like very familiar with. But the trailer that I watched for this, I didn't hate it. I actually thought it was pretty creepy, honestly. And I'm I'm just really – I'm interested to see what it's going to be like. I have no idea what it's going to be like, obviously, because the movie hasn't came out. But hopefully it's good. Yeah, I think the movie's going to be fine. But at the same time, mm-hmm. it is weird that, it's, that we're getting a house before it. And I don't know if it's because – was the movie pushed back in some way? Were they trying to get it out? I don't I can't imagine that a movie studio cares what a horror like a horror yeah, event is yeah. doing but yeah it is kind of like a I don't know I feel like if it's universal like I don't you wouldn't try to find something else but then again maybe I don't know it's just maybe they had a deal with them yeah, prob- when it was probably to come out maybe but it's just I don't know it's weird I mean who yeah. knows there's a very good chance too that they're not going to give away anything really movie related it's going to be like adjacent to the movie but not like anything specific from the movie itself. So maybe that's kind of the route they're taking with it, um, which I think is a better idea than just saying, Hey, here's a bunch of scenes from a movie you haven't seen yet. Um, so maybe, maybe, maybe that's part of it. Maybe, maybe it's, Hey, here's a different story and kind of like the same universe and kind of ties into the movie a little bit. So that way, when you see the movie, you're like, Oh, okay. I recognize some of this stuff. Yeah. I do think that the uh, the deal with Blumhouse is one of the main reasons we're getting this. I think if this were just a Exorcist yeah. movie or whatever, I, I don't. I think this would have 
gone the way of Evil Dead Rise, you know, be like, oh, okay, it pushed back. It's out of, you know, obviously this is still coming out during the event. Evil Dead Rise got pushed way past it. But I think if this was not a Blumhouse film, that's what would have happened. It would have been a redone house. This would have been flipped into an original. And then they would have said, cool, we'll see you maybe next year. You know, who knows? We'll, we'll catch you down the road. But I think because of the connection with Blumhouse is obviously a clear history between the two. They have a good partnership. They were willing to take the gamble on this one. Hey, it's a good uh, publicity media yeah, strategy. I mean, it is <laughs> marketing. I mean, it marketing. Is That's what I was it trying is. to look Well, for. I don't want to say free marketing because I'm sure they paid for it, but. <laughs> right. But yes, nonetheless, it's going to get people into theaters probably. I, I They might not push me there. Definitely. Uh, who wants to take the next one? Uh, what are we working with here? I could do the next yep. one. All right. All right, so the next one up on the list is Chucky Ultimate Kill Count. So the little tagline for this one is Chucky's back for even more carnage. Chucky the serial killer doll is back for a new gore fest. He's hijacked his own haunted house with all kinds of bloody hijinks. You and your friends must try to survive his ultimate kill count. So Chucky, we've said in the past, I think we all kind of have that same basis on that with Chucky. He's not, we're not huge fans of Chucky, but per- I don't hate him, but like I said, he's not my favorite. So pretty excited for this house. I'm surprised that they didn't go the route of doing the series, which is what I thought they were doing originally. But this seems like they're kind of leaning towards a just Chucky house in itself and maybe not going by the series, but I could be wrong. Do you know about that? Yeah, a little bit. So the stuff that I did pick up about this got me Mm -hmm. much more excited for this house. I, mm-hmm. I the thing I was nervous about was the whole okay it's going to Fast and Furious we are very clearly going to do a season one split a season two split that does not seem to be what is happening so the idea of this is that and it's super meta this is the part that kind of excites me is that Halloween Horror Nights is doing a Chucky house and they have invited Chucky to come check it out when he gets there he's like this is fake nobody's dying so Chucky mm-hmm. takes over the house and starts killing people. So that's the part that kind of excites me where Chucky is sort of taking possession of people inside the house and, and turning it into, you know, what you just said, a gore fest. So we may see some of the kills from the series, maybe the uh, kind of a best of, but I do really like this aspect and maybe the, the way they'll play it is like that part one, you know, sort of where freaky was. It's kind of like, the house set up and you can, when you're walking through, you hear the voice of Chucky, like, Oh, that's fake. That's fake over there. Hmm. And then like the, the second part is the aspect where Chucky has taken over and he is actually murdering all these people. I'm usually not a huge fan of the meta based stuff, but that actually sounds pretty cool. Yeah. So this one is just, it's interesting me a little bit more. What do you think on that? Seamus? Yeah, I it's to me it almost sounds like Chucky's saw, like he's jigsaw. <laughs> like he's gonna send you through a whole bunch of different like traps and and things like that in each room, and you're gonna have to like escape each like trap or whatever you want to call it. Um, you say gore fest. I mean, it won't be just a bunch of little Chucky's running around. There'll be like I think different things that he's kind of like set up, and that's kind of what it sounds like to me, anyways. Um, I hate the name ultimate kill count I, I hate the name so much reminds me of zombie i can't stand it like i don't know why i don't know why it's just something about it it just like it, it yeah. just sounds so cheesy like, yeah it does it definitely sounds a little cheesy but it 
it does get me ultimate kill count. It does get me a little <laughs> bit more excited than I was previously, uh, versus just like uh eh, a child's play Chucky House. Like yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of him, so it it is what it is. But this it adds a little bit of a twist to it. It's a little bit different. It is not just a walkthrough of season one and then season two. So for that, I am a little bit more excited. I don't think it's like at the top of my list, but it, it's it's got movement a little bit. It's got a heartbeat. Uh, Seamus, you want to tackle the next one? Yeah, you would give me this one. Um, so I say, yeah, I know, I yeah, I get it. Nervous. It's fine. So the next one is obviously Universal Monsters Unmasked, is what they call it. Um, I would have rather than just call it Universal Monsters Paris, but you know, whatever, it's fine. Um, so the tagline is four Universal Monsters, one new nightmare. So we're right back to combining you know, one house with 17 monsters. Like, you know, this is, this is what, this is what people want. This is what people want universal. Um, no, I mean, I, I will say I'm excited. Um, so it's described as descend into the Paris catacombs already got me mm-hmm. where you and your squad will face a new horde of monsters. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, the phantom of the opera, the hunchback of Notre Dame and the invisible man. Um, so yeah, it's another monster's house. We knew this was coming. Uh, we knew this is going to be kind of a thing every year. But thank Christ, it's not Dr. Acula, Wolfie, and... He'll pop out in Mr. the catacombs, don't Mr. worry. Mr. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Med- medical Rap. No, I mean, you're probably right. They probably will show up in some way. They're like, oh, good, don't worry. Dr. 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 is always... like, I'll be back. Dr. Acula is always leaking in the shadows. Like He'll always be there. It's like, yeah, well, I know, because you people don't know enough leave leave a dead thing dead. But either way, um, no, I'm excited, because this is actually going to be something different. Uh, we're not going to get the same tired monsters that we get all the time. Um, I mean, it, it obviously it's kind of like, you know, they have to do, they had to do like Frankenstein had to do those main baddies first. Cause they're like the big ones, but we're finally getting something different and a little underground um, literally. So I think that's kind of cool. We're going to get like that whole descending underground feel. They're going to do a lot of those tricks with the house that that'll be interesting. Uh, I'm a little, I'm a little, surprised by the invisible man because i don't know how he ties in but hey i'll take it it's fine um i would have been fine if it was just like the phantom and hunchback but either way um so yeah i mean we'll see what happens hopefully the story comes across better than than last year but i don't know i guess we won't really know again till we till we experience it so why yeah what do you guys i know nick called the declan hide thing a while ago so kind of interested to see where, where, your, where, where your head is at with this and what you think. Um, are you excited for this more so or less so? I am more excited for this one. I, I think I'm more excited for this one than I was the last one. The yeah. Invisible Man, like you said, very questionable. I think this house, I, I don't think it adds to it. I don't think it detracts from it, but it does seem like an odd choice to throw him in there. Just It seems like just because. Um, I would love, I would think it was, hysterical if he was actually not in there at all but he was actually there because he's invisible i think that'd be a really good play but they will never mm-hmm. do that <laughs> but i it does seem a little tricky even the little image that they posted the the picture the, of the logo or whatever um invisible man's kind of just like in the background he's just kind of like <laughs> he's just chilling. I love him. <laughs> like he just came along for the ride it's like the friend that like you know Jekyll and Hyde, Phantom and Hunchback made plans and then like Invisible Man kind of walked up kind of like super bad with like McLovin. Like he just kind of like chicka chicka. Yeah, just shows up and he's like, oh, fuck. All right. Yeah, I was going to say this is like their wolf pack and he's the Zach Galifianakis character. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) 
he's like, who let the we dogs out? Up. Who? 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 And everyone's like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Stupid hey invisible guys, man. But, <laughs> but yeah, that's how it, it feels to me. I think obviously we're, we're kind of in Phantom's domain. We're in Hunchback's like backyard. And the other two are, are you know, Jekyll and Hyde, close enough to make sense. Uh, invisible Man will be curious how he ties in, but I'm excited for this. These are the backseat characters. These aren't the the marquee monsters for for some, but for some, this is some of their favorites. And you know, I mean, if you had just a Phantom House, people would flock to it and probably say it's their favorite. So the fact that you're including him, you're including Hunchback and and Jekyll and Invisible Man and Hyde, I'm very excited for that. I think this is a a very refreshing take on a universal monsters house for me. And I, I do enjoy the other ones. They like, we, we kind of hit on a little bit. The last year's story kind of got a little convoluted and it was just a little, little messy, but this, as long as they keep a the story eh, semi basic, I, I think it'll work fine. Yeah. I'm really excited for this rendition of monsters. I think it'll be really cool. I think it's probably going to be one of my favorites, honestly just by the way everything's been described and the characters that they have. Although Creature is my favorite monster, Creature from the Black Lagoon, I do really like Invisible Man a lot, and I think it's really funny that he's going to be in the house. And I'm, I think he's going to have some... Honestly, I think he'll probably have some of the best scares in the house because they're probably going to have him pinned somewhere where you can't see him, and then he's going to pop out at you. And I think booga, 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 booga. interested to see... You know, right? I'm interested to see how they do his costuming and stuff like yeah, that, too. I think, honestly... Now that, you, now that you say that, that may honestly mm-hmm. be one of the more interesting things about this is how they're yeah. going to pull him off. I bet you there's going to be mm-hmm. some really cool tricks with his costuming and really kind of get you. Like, It's not just going to be a bunch of him wrapped up like a mummy. Like They'll, they'll do things right. where like they kind of like with the, with the sleeves with the look empty and like they'll, they'll find exactly. ways of find ways of doing it, which I think are going to be really cool to see up close. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. Um so Me everybody, too. everybody who thinks I'm a hater, just so you know, this will not be the bottom of my hype list. Obviously, <laughs> we we put Seamus in in monsters recovery. No, I'm excited. I really, I mean, 100 being totally honest, I am actually pretty excited about this one. So this is definitely the ugly. That makes the ugly me happy. Monster house. <laughs> this is the uggos, the people that need the masks, and we are ripping them off off of them. So let's move along to. I think this is our, our first technically original that we're going to be getting into tonight. And that is Dr. Oddfellow's Twisted Origins. Your soul is a price he's willing to pay. I don't sure. I'm not sure I'm willing to pay, but I guess as long as he is, that's fine. <laughs> you won't be able to resist going inside Dr. Oddfellow's menacing menagerie of twisted oddities. But the price for you and your friends is steep. The cost of your souls to feed his immortal power. So... I think before we discuss this, we should jump into the information that we got from the Discovery Universal pod. Uh, this is 1920s based. This is the Dust Bowl error. Um, and we're not really just going to Dr. Oddfellow's circus. This isn't just like a little killer clowns thing where a, a tent pops up and we're like, we're kind of entering through the side. And as soon as we get in there, we quickly realize that this is a not this is not a real circus. There's people being murdered and Dr. Oddfellow is is there essentially just collecting souls through the power of the Zodiac. See, comes back around to the Zodiac zone. And this is like the aspect he's just using us to, to harvest our souls so he can remain immortal. At this point in time, he is still in possession of the uh, cane of souls, which Jack the Clown has 
in present day inherited. Uh, they did say that a special clown will be in this house to a certain extent. There is a scene where you know th- this takes place. This house takes place on the night that Doctor Oddfellow kills Jack, and this is the night where they both became immortal because Oddfellow has been collecting souls. He has the cane of souls. His blood is immortal. During the fight, you know they're scratching, they're fighting, they're stabbing, whatever, and El- Oddfellow's blood drips into Jack's blood, which makes Jack immortal once their blood is combined. So sort of like a uh, kind of like how Morbius became a little bat boy or whatever. But yeah, I'm excited. This is I, I like the theming. I like the era. I like that we're going to get some backstory on Dr. Oddfellow, who is not really a character that people were like harping for. You know, this is a very unique pick, obviously, if you're very in on the icons and in on Jack, I'm sure you've heard the story and you've heard the name Dr. Oddfellow. I don't think anybody was like, we need a Dr. Oddfellow house. We need explanation of like this weird skeleton guy that we saw, you know, forever ago. But Except the fact that one guy. Yeah, right. But the fact that they are doing it is really cool. I appreciate that. And I love that they're diving into their lore and, and enhancing it and, and sort of like retconning it. But, not really changing anything drastic. I think it's, I think it's very fun and I think it's a good year to do it. We're, we're out of the, I feel like we've, we've been pretty lore heavy with like, we had 30 as the anniversary and then we had 31 as like, obviously it's got to be Halloween themed. Like this feels like we're getting back to, you know, four years ago of like those 26 and 27, where it was like horror nights ish and then back, past those other anniversaries at like 17 and 18 and stuff like that. It feels like we, we can kind of do whatever we want in these off years. Yeah, I am really, really down for this. I love the theme of it. Um, you have me at 1920s Dust Bowl. Uh, I, I think that's great. I'm getting, I know this seems like a well I go back to quite a bit, but I'm getting AHS Freak Show mm-hmm. quite a bit just from reading this. So if that's kind of the feel, then I'm super pumped. I'm ready for it. Um, again, I'm not, again, I'm not a hundred percent a Jack guy. So, you know, I guess part of me worries a little bit that it, it will feel too much like Jack, but hopefully it'll be different enough because it, it's a different character that you won't kind of get stuck feeling that way. But um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually really, really, really excited for this. I am too. Yeah, I think this is I think this is a a very good direction to go to. I think it's I think it's um very just a, n- a nice introduction to a character we've seen. Um and I think it's important to note that it's really good that I, there's a a person of color as an icon now. If you've seen the artwork of Dr. Oddfellow, I think it's a good It is. I think it's I, I it's more than it's been more than enough time, you know, but that's just we have him now so that we can kind of hold our head high on that fact. And it's just, it's really cool to finally see that. So moving along, Jamie, why don't you tackle the next one? The next one, Seamus's favorite. So you can have this one, it. Jamie. We got it. We got it, baby. We got it. I'm hype. <laughs> Dueling dragons. Choose thy fate. No matter who you choose, you lose. I love that. <laughs> Two warlocks of great power were turned into dragons after trying to take Merlin's spellbook. Now you and your friends are caught in their epic battle. You must choose a path and a victor. 
And then we have a little bit of the insight from the Discover Universal pod for this one as well. So supposedly there's going to be four possible endings in this house. Merlin has been captured and stuck as Enchanted Oak, and he's away from his open spell book. Two warlocks, Blizzrock and Pyrock, battle to get to it first until they hit a trap, which turns them into dragons. And it seems it's going to have a fairy forest castle-esque theme. <laughs> I could just hear Seamus quivering in the background. <laughs> quivering is a word Shuddering. Sh- shuddering, shuddering, I should say. <laughs> yeah, so we so, are... Yeah. Dueling dragons. <laughs> yeah, so we are going to be traveling through the fairy forest and we will eventually get to the, the Merlin's castle. Um, so it's happening. Yeah. I mean, you're the most excited out of everybody on this one. So <laughs> I am. I am. I think it's hey, really she cool. She said it. She's I, hype. She's hype for this. I'm hype. Strong. I'm hype. You guys. <laughs> it's real strong. I am pretty. I think it's really interesting to see something. I know I wasn't as excited about it before, but I think it's really interesting to see something different in a different kind of setting that we usually don't get from other houses. And like I said, it's kind of more of the nostalgic factor for me with being, I used to go on the ride a lot as a kid and with my parents and stuff. And we love this ride. And I'm, I'm pretty, it'll be pretty cool to see it. It's, it's the first time I think that they've done a ride based for a house. So, I mean, that's, that's really cool too. It's something different. It's branching out, which I like. I respect your opinion. <laughs> Thank you, Seamus. <laughs> yeah. Um, sure. It got me a little bit more excited. I I'm very intrigued by this four possible endings scenario. So what I have in my mind is I don't, I don't think this is necessarily going to be a complete two path house you know you're not going to enter and choose a side i don't think i could be wrong well if there's four but, possible endings i don't think that would work yes yeah, so, i think it's going to be like monsters last year how correct. it had the different endings in you that just answered sense. my own you, you just yeah gave my own a man never mind that's fine that's exactly what i said but that's exactly what i was thinking before i was like i think it might be like that well I think I think it's <laughs> sort of like that i think that at the end you can go one of two ways i think at the end you can go to the fire side or the ice side and then when you're leaving that one they're going to swap out mm-hmm. victors on that side so you could go blizzrock side and blizzrock has one or pyrock has one and you go pyrock side blizzrock mm-hmm. has one or pyrock has one i think that the, the split is going to be at the very tail end of the egg you know the house and that's that i i would be really interested if they did a actual to split the whole way but i don't think that's feasible i think that i don't think so either i think that you i don't think you can do dueling dragons and then have the tagline choose thy fate without doing any sort of split path in here some sort of thing there has to be a a time in this house where you are either going one side or the other has to be Mm -hmm. or else i i don't i don't know why you would choose that tagline Mm -hmm. i think you're trying real hard to talk yourself into this one I'm trying. Not you, Jamie. You're hype. You're hype. <laughs> You're hype. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at the but end of the day, I you really, I guess here's the thing. thing. Maybe you guys are just looking at it. One, I don't think you're going to choose shit in this house. I think it's going to be, <laughs> it's, it's literally going to be monsters, but with dragons. And I mean, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to say the same shit people told me last year with the weekend. It's not horrid though. So, I mean, I'm going to use the same argument you guys used. Not you. Not you guys, but like you in the community who were like shitting on the weekend house the entire time because you're all gatekeepers. Um, so let me gatekeep a little bit. No, I'm I, I, look like what you like. I don't care if people are going to enjoy this. I'm happy for you. I really am. I, I, I don't want to sit here and shit on it for the next 45 minutes, but <laughs> I just 
the whole pot, the whole ending thing. You can't do it at this event. You can't because here's the thing: it's a steady stream of people that walk through the house. There's no stopping. There's no. So the best you can do is what they did with monsters last year, where the last scene you're going to get something different every time. That's I think what you're going to get. I think it's just going to be that with four different endings, and it's either going to be this Pilzok or Pyrock or the fuck his name is winning, or it's going to be Blizzrock winning. You know what I mean? Like those are oh my god, those names really. But um, the names are a little cheesy. The whole thing is cheesy. (laughs) They had to use Merlin for the. I feel like Merlin the wizard is like. I think I think of like what is it Disney animated movie with the is the Merlin movie what the fuck was that one called but like oh, that's Sorcerer what I th- the stone? yeah whatever I that's what I think of when I when I when I read this and fairy forest <laughs> you know what look hey. look it's a great I, horror I, setting I, out of out of all 10 of them this is the one that I really hope to be completely changed by like I want to be I want my mind to be changed but I can tell you right now I'm glad you're going in with an open I, mind hey, I go good. in open mind on everyone that's good but I can yeah. tell you right now with about 98.9% certainty that I'm going to hate this even more than I already do um, so <laughs> you can all hate me I don't care because if you haven't realized it yet I'm going to say shit I don't give a fuck what you think so I, I think this is stupid I think it sounds stupid it sounds even more stupid than it did before um so you know what again if you're into it if you're happy about it great i I really i'm so happy that you're pumped about this um but i just don't there's no choosing there's not gonna i mean look at if if they do do that we're like hey pick this path pick this path at the end of it or whatever fine you're trying something different but i don't think that's the case i think it's gonna be the same as we got with monsters i'll say it again and at the the last scene you're gonna get one or the other. So the the entire house is going to be a bunch of fucking LARPers firing fake lizard like lasers at each other. And at the end, <laughs> it's going to be like, oh, the red dragon one. Oh, no, the blue dragon one. You shall not Yay. pass. I, hey, look, but what, which, one are, which one are you choosing, though? Are you choosing fire or ice? That's I don't care. shorter. <laughs> but to me, I mean, again, I mean, fire, good look. Fire, I, fire I, is I don't, the right answer. I don't begrudge <laughs> them for trying something different. I don't. I really don't. Like, I don't think it has to be horror, quote unquote, to be a house. I don't at all. That's why I was super pumped about the, the weekend. And I liked the weekend house so much because I thought it was different. This, this is, this might be just a little too different for me. I don't, I don't, I just, I really don't, I don't, again, I don't have anything to attach it to. I didn't ride the ride. I wasn't there for dueling, for dueling dragons, the roller coasters. So that's fair. But at the same time, it's like, you're, they're roller coasters. Let me go through this again. They're roller coasters. <laughs> so like all they're doing is taking like that, that theme and then building a story off of it. So like, I, I don't know, dueling dragons, choose thy fate. Like it just sounds like a, I don't know. I don't know. You know what? I'll go into it with an open mind. I'm going to give it a chance. I'll give it, I'll give it a once through. If I don't like it, I ain't going through it again. I can tell you that much. (laughs) Um, So I don't know. So again, I'm happy for you, Jamie. I'm kind of happy for you, Nick, because I don't know if you it's know not, what you're getting into. And then uh, it's not my number one hype house, though. Not my number one. No, hype. I, well, <laughs> so hey, don't worry. I, mean, <laughs> I respect your it opinion. Be cool. I think it'll be cool. <laughs> but hey, you know, whatever. It is what it is. I don't. Again, I don't want to waste all of our time <laughs> talking about it. But you know, I'm happy for those that are excited. I really am. Yeah, Merlin has been captured that... and stuck as an enchanted <laughs> oak. Like, ah! 
He's away from his open spell book. Who Orlok's Bizrock? That's what I, that's what I think about when I read this. That's Sire, what I think. You're a natural. Come here. They're like bow to it first until they hit a trap which turns them into dragons <laughs> and a fairy forest. Like that's what I think of. That's what I think about. It's actually really good. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not the good. Only, the one thing that I'm I did come good. out this of is this. This is not good. <laughs> the one thing I did come out of this being a little bit more is that. God, whether whether a warlock is better than a dragon or not, I'd rather a warlock than like a big fake dragony thing being like the main villain. Oh, I still the, think the majority I still of the think you're going to get like the big puppet dragon. Oh, 100 percent. I'm sure we will at the like the end, but it's not the entirety of the which house, again, like monsters last year. I will appreciate the effort that went into building the house, but I'm going to shit on the story the whole time. And I don't <laughs> care what people say. I really don't. You know what? I have a feeling that you guys are going to see. I imagine they have the dragon breathing real fire. Everyone shits their pants. They're like, oh, my God, you guys are going to be like, holy shit, that was insane. I w- <laughs> hey, listen, I, I will gladly I want to. say that. I want, I want to say, holy shit, that changed my mind. That blew my mind. That was so much better than I thought it was going to be. You have to duck under the fire to get out. That's the choose thy fate if you make it out alive or not. This will kill the weight a little bit. Well, good. You know what? Because I'm you walking straight through those crowd. fucking flames. Then. <laughs> Fry my ass. I don't give a fuck. Oh, all right. Let's move along then. <laughs> I'll jump into the next one. Yeti campground kills. Yeti or not, here they come. They're going to Yeti you. You and your friends are about to venture into a 1950s campground overrun by huge, menacing yetis who rip apart anyone who get in their way. You must flee to the ranger tower to escape. I am in. Mm-hmm. Some other information that we picked up through the, the podcast was that this is going to be taking place in the Rocky Mountains, and we are going to be encountering a tribe of yeti. So a family of yeti with little yeti baby yetis, a yeti family, a little baby yeti. Uh, this is going to be a comedy gore. So this is like we said, it's going to be that campy pun slash no pun intended. It sounds like they're kind of going back to like the bug house type, like type thing I type so. feel like that 1950s bubble, bubble car, like bubble art. I like, like that pop art type thing. Better see a bunch of air streams in there. A bunch of. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. 100%. Pineapple lights that are hanging from outside. Pink flamingos, mm-hmm. the little whirl of gigs. I want to see it mm-hmm. all. Yep. Um, one fun thing, and this is not story related. Um, obviously we've seen Yeti in the past and I'm sure if you're listening to us, you've probably listened to other podcasts. You've probably listened to this podcast where they said it, but if you haven't, I'm going to say it now that the whole Yeti name is sort of an inside joke to them at this point, because the very first iteration of this was actually a swamp ape and they still just called it Yeti. And then the Yeti house was actually a Sasquatch and they still just called it Yeti. And now this year it's Bigfoot but they still just call it Yeti. So like, it's a little inside mm-hmm. joke with well, them. At least the, the, the actual Yeti house though was like, it, it was cold. So it was like cold yeah. in the mountains where like generally the Yeti is like the thing that haunts Tibet or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like, at least it kind yeah, of, I feel like- that was closest to being an actual Yeti than any of the other ones are. Mm-hmm. Like the abominable sm- snowman. Yeah. Well, that, 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 like that, that, was. that, because that's yeah. a Yeti. Like that's what the abominable yeah. snowman was a Yeti. And so mm-hmm. that, that was actually close. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so I mean, setting wise for me, knocked out of the park. Like I know that like Yeti has definitely been a a recent reoccurring theme. I think this is probably I mean, one of the more common things that we've seen consistently in the past couple of years. Now, 
Would I have picked it to come back so soon? Probably not. But am I glad that it is here? Absolutely. I in in the setting alone, you know, if this was just another, you know, Yeti revisit the Yukon, I'd probably not be nearly as excited. But the fact that it's like a campground and then in the 50s, like I'm I'm in. You couldn't get me more in. Yeah. I want to like make a reservation at this campground. I want to stay overnight. I want to cook marshmallows. One hundred percent. Like I am full full on for the setting, for sure. Uh, I think that comes Super from fun. the fact that like you know obviously I'm sure we all camped as kids. Um, I mean I basically lived at a mm-hmm. campground in the summer, so you know there's that part of it that's really going to kind of it's going to be kind of like the um, dead man's wharf or pier house last year where like it gave me that new england feel and being a kid who grew up in new england like i, I got that and it really kind of spoke to the kid in me this is going to kind of do the same thing with like the the campfire smells and the pine needles and the pine smell and they're going to make you feel like you're out in the woods camping and stuff like that it's just the yeti part that i'm not super like wild about and i don't i don't think there's anything wrong with it i think it'll be i think it'll work it kind of fits the theme fits this fits the setting but I think I'll be more excited about just the setting than anything else. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I mean, again, I liked, I like, I mean, I liked bugs for the, for the aesthetic they were going for. I just hate bugs. So that didn't work out for me too well. <laughs> um, so this one, I think it's the same thing. I, I really do dig the, the setting. And I think that they'll be able to kind of do a lot of comedy with it as much as, as much as much as the gore. It's just, you know, Yetis again. So <clears throat> Yetis again, excuse me, but we'll see. I mean, I, I, they, they do a great job with the Yeti costumes the last time that they did one. So I, you know, I'm prepared for them to have really good costuming again. So I guess we'll see what happens. Jamie, any thoughts on Yeti? Sorry, I was reading over some of the notes again real quick. Make sure we don't lose you. No, 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 no. Yeah, I was I just thought, reading I my bad, but <laughs> no, I'm still here guys. Don't worry. No, but I'm, I'm really stoked for this house too. I think this is really fun. Kind of like how you were saying, Seamus, how you like the whole, campy aspect the nostalgia factor for you and all that kind of stuff i kind of like that in the sense that i never really like growing up in florida we never really i didn't really have that experience with like camping and going to campgrounds and all that kind of stuff like that but i always really liked those like campy movies campy horror movies and stuff like that because i just always thought it was so cool like wow like people living up north getting to go summer camp and shit like that like we I, i've never done that well, so i've never done summer camp but, <laughs> but you, you know what You're i mean saying, yeah, no, of, I, know, like, I, know, I know exactly what campy, you mean yeah Overnight, like camp that Friday the Thirteenth, like and you know what I mean. You get that, that Friday the Thirteenth type deal. That's exactly what I do. I'm those camps all the just time. always like that. Yeah, right. And see, I've never really done that kind of stuff before, so I just think that's really fun. And I like the Yeti aspect. The Yeti house in the previous year was really fun. I am surprised too, Nick. I got to agree with you on that one that they're doing it so early. I feel like after doing another Yeti house, I'm surprised, but it is a different rendition of it. I'm really excited. I think this facade and the setting is going to be really, really cool. And I think it's going to be very, very dark, which I'm really excited for too, because I love the darkness aspect in the house. It just gives it that better, creepier feel that you don't know what's coming. So yeah, I'm hoping for one of those mm-hmm. scenes where it's like you hear the crickets chirping, but they do something with the lights. Yep. So it's like starry lights and stuff like that. Yeah, I could I could picture it now. Relaxing. <laughs> Hopefully time will tell. But I'm this is something I'm very much looking forward to. Uh, Seamus, do you want to tackle the next one? Yeah, sure. Um, so this one's the darkest deal. Uh, tagline is famous fleeting fear is forever uh, blues musician pinstra sorry blues mu- musician pine straw spruce 
That's a good name. <laughs> we'll have to face the music after meeting with the collector and trading his soul for musical glory. You and your squad learn the terrible price of fame. Um, and then, of course, from the podcast, uh, they kind of describe it like, you know, a Mississippi Delta setting, which is cool. Uh, we are viewing this from the perspective of the bandmates and the singer who sold his soul to the collector. Uh, and it's like hints that this is going to have us going to hell in some way. Um, Cause obviously this is that same, that story of, you know, went down to Georgia um, to sell his soul to the, to the devil. Um, I, I agree with you. I hate the name. <laughs> it's so stupid. Pine like, straws. You know, I don't know. I, I, I look, they have really good storytellers at universal. They're just not good at coming up with like the name. I don't want to go back to it, but like, Ply talk and Blizz Rock, like, and then this dude, Pine Straw Pine Spruce. Straw Spruce. It's just like, who's coming up with these names, bro? Like, there's got to be better names than that. But either way, uh, I, I do like the setting for this one. Um, I think having like down at the bayou type setting is really, really cool. We haven't really had that as far as I can tell recently. Um, so that'll be a different type of, um, a really different type of um, setting. The collector is interesting that they're adding him in with this. I didn't get to do any of the collector yeah, houses before, so this is kind of like that collector sequel we were talking about earlier this this year. I'm curious if it is. I don't. I'm not sure if it's going to tie in with that. I think they're just naming that instead of saying devil. Oh, I mean, maybe. I think that's like kind of like their code name. Like they don't want to be too like religion devilly. Yeah, like I guess put some maybe. imagery. Um, I guess it's that's true. how I took it. You're right. Like, maybe. I, was, I just think it's funny that they capitalize it like like it's yeah, a proper well, name. I was thinking that as well, too. I was like, does this have anything to do with body collectors? Like, I don't think so, but that's what I, I was thinking, know. but I don't think so. Oh, okay, well, maybe I'm wrong, but either way, um, you're right. I mean, that could be just what it is. They don't want to like be like the devil and piss people off because, you know, people are fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. So they would probably say shit like that. Like, mm, it's just offending my religion. Like, I'm sure you're at Horror Nights. Like, fuck off. But um, <laughs> you're yeah. fine with pentagrams and, and murder. Right, but sure. right. Don't even get me started on that. But right. I mean, that's probably all it is. But I just I thought that maybe that might be interesting just from reading the notes. Like, oh, maybe, maybe, yeah, I would maybe it does have something to be tied in with that. Those houses. But who knows? Um, but either way, I'm really kind of pumped to go into like that Mississippi Delta, like that, like deep south type stuff. And, you know, there's some good horror stories you can tell using that setting. So. Yeah, I think so, too. I think this one, this one wasn't too high on my list, but after reading the little descriptions and stuff for it, it does sound kind of fun. I just can't get over Pine Straw Spruce. <laughs> the name? It's such, a goof, <laughs> it's such a goofy it's such name. such a dork name. Oh, I hate a, it. such a goofy ugh. name. But, I mean, he's supposed to be a blues player from Mississippi, so I guess that's what they were going for with that kind of thing. Sure, but I think this will be a different a, house. It'll be kind of... the way I would have gone. Right. That's what they were... Like, you know, Johnny Johnny Leather. Houston. Yeah, J- Johnny Houston. Yeah. Like, give me something like that, but whatever. Right. Strasburg. Yeah, but <laughs> like I said, I always I always like the original houses, so I'm excited to see what, what this one wins. What this one will entail. Yeah, I I'm excited for it. It's it's definitely this one and I think the next one are definitely it's, it's a swing for the fence. You know, it's we'll see if they actually land it. This is something we've talked about previously where this is a pretty in-depth story and how much of that are we actually going to get yeah. through the, the imagery of just walking through the house? I think it's a little bit easier than some of the other houses we've done in the past, but this will be fun. I think it's you know, obviously going to be very music driven. I think the setting is going to be really cool. I mean, I'm sure you're going to get some bar scenes, some little concert venues, 
you know, some, some stuff on the road. Maybe I, I can't get past the name. I'm staring at it myself now, but yeah, this is, this is a very <laughs> interesting thing. I hope we get something like in a recording studio. Uh, this could be a very, very fun, fun house. Tumbleweeds blowing in the distance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still think you're going to get like, like when they say Mississippi Delta, I think swamp. So that, that's yeah, kind of where that's I, I, my, my head is I going. See, I could see that too. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for it. I mean, I like when they take, shots and don't even get started about how the dragon's a shot it's not this is like a shot in the dark because like it's a very unique story that's i mean it's been told a million times but can you make it into a haunted attraction that's that's what's gonna that's what's gonna really kind of come you know it's this is a hit or miss this is one of those things where it's either gonna hit and be amazing and blow you away and really kind of beat your expectation or it's going to be awful and it's not going to be anything you you're going to do more than once. So it could really kind of, uh, it could go either way. I, I think this may kind of be like the, the um, t- uh, case files house this year. I think, yeah. I think this is kind of what we're going to get with this one where it's going to be like surprisingly good cult um, hit. Yeah. Like a cult hit type type house. So yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm excited for this mm-hmm. one. All right. Uh, Jamie, you want to tackle the last one? Yeah. So the last one we have is the last original and the last house on our list. So this is Blood Moon Dark Offerings. And the tagline is Bleed for the Blood Moon. In a colonial era village, moon worshippers witness a blood moon at their fall festival. They take it as a sign to hunt down any non-followers, including you and your Scream Squad. Oh, my God. And from Discovery... <laughs> I know. I, I don't like that either. That's corny. And then a little so from Discovery Universal Todd. <laughs> a colonial kill call. The group praises the blood moon and Harvest has not been good as of late. They decide they need to kill all non-followers of the blood moon. So this house, I'm actually pretty excited uh-huh. for. What are you guys thinking oh, about this, this one? Is, I think this, this sounds this, shameless. I thought we you haven't done our hype. One. We haven't done our hype lists yet, but I'm I'm, I'm really this thinking too. this one might be up there. Uh, I know I, we're both into the uh, culty horror. Yeah, I am hype for this house. Uh, yes, um, I love that theme. We obviously have talked about this in the past. How much Nick, Nick is not a fan of the witch movie, <laughs> um, and I love this is exactly what I, I was love thinking the of. witch movie. Um, like I love me witch. too. Uh, so this is gonna. I think this is gonna give. It's gonna be right up my alley. This you know gonna be in like mm-hmm. the woods, the colonial era, that early 1600s yes. colonial Virginia, New England, um, and the crazy, the crazies that are like worshiping mm-hmm. their god or whatever. And there's that sect that breaks yep. off, and now they're like blood worshippers and shit. Like that's that's gonna be cool. Mm-hmm. I like those mm-hmm. types of stories, so I'm super excited where they go with this. Um, I mean, I, I do worry a little bit that it could kind of go off the rails and kind of in the way that the 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 witch house did. Was it last Spirits year? Spirits of the Coven. Coven. Kind of went, it took like a hard left turn. Wasn't exactly where I wanted it to go. I think this one has the chance of doing that. But I think, I think if they stick to their, keep it simple, stick to the story, I think it could work really well. Um, but yeah, this this could very well be like the, the dead man's peer for me this year. I, mm-hmm. I really do see I'm really that happening. For this one. Um, but we'll see. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but um, yeah, I think this is going to be cool. And the, the, I think there's a lot of things you can do with it. Um, I can't wait to walk in. You see that big, like up in this, up, up in the sky, the big, like dark 
big red yep. moon. Like that's going to be really, I, yeah, I can just kind of see where they're going with it. I'm, I'm really kind of pumped mm-hmm. for it. So, so yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. What about you, the, Nick? The, as- the aspect of this that excites me and scares me at the same time is how little we actually like really know about this one. I feel like all the other ones we sort of have a pretty good feel for. Uh, like story wise, I mean, we got pine straw, we got, <laughs> but like we have names, the characters, <laughs> and we have like distinct settings. This one is a little bit more open ended, you know, like who, who is this kill cult? You know, is there a leader? Is there, you know, and these aren't questions that I need answered, but it's the stuff that like it could go one way, which is like spirits, and it could kind of like have a really good start and have like a good idea and sort of just been like, fall off a little bit um, or it could just go the complete other way. This could be like a sense of destruction where I was like, I don't know much about this house, but I'm very, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Let's see what it's all about. And then when we get in there, we're like, Oh yes, this was awesome. So mm-hmm. that's the part that like excites me and puts me on edge a little bit, but I think it's, I think it's fun. I'm interested in it. I like the aspect of it being like a culty thing versus, you know, again, like witches or just like another trope. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, it is a trope. It is a kill cult, but like <laughs> it's, it's just a little bit different. We haven't seen it as, as recent as some of the other avenues mm-hmm. that they could have taken, but I'm excited. It's kind of, I mean, this is, you mentioned hype list. When we get to that episode, this one will be a tough hype list for me to do. I think I have my tops and then everything is kind of like I could interchange and it's, I think it's going to change drastically after I go through the event, but a lot of the stuff is just kind of, it's all pretty close because it's just, they're very different stories. They're swinging for the fence on this one as well. I think this and dark offerings are, or sorry, the darkest deal um, sort of, feel similar to me and that they're both very big swings on some stuff that they haven't really dipped their toes in completely yet. And I'm excited for it. Me too. All right. So that was all of our houses, our shows and our scare zones. Did anybody have any more final thoughts on maybe anything in particular, the overall announcement, how it came to be anything like that before we move on to the last couple things? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but what is your like overall feeling so far? Like, I know we haven't really done our hype lists yet, but like, are you, do you feel better about the year than from when the spec maps dropped? Do you feel about the same? Do you feel worse? I don't think any of us I feel f- worse, but yeah, I feel drastically better. I remember when spec map came out, the first one, I think me and you were aligned in the feeling of like, ah, oh, come on. Like, yeah, the demon, hunt, the demon slayer map was, yeah, like, this just looks, like it's going to be a rough year, but yeah. No, now that we have some more identity to these originals, uh, I'm definitely a little bit more excited. Cause like you said, when we saw that first one and it was just like, what the fuck is happening? Like uh, maybe I'm excited for two of these, like maybe, but you know, they, they, we got, they got a lot of stuff mixed up on that one. We got some strong headliners. We got some really good originals, the scare zones, I love the aspect of tying them all together. I that's I'm I'm a sucker for that. I hope that's something that's done, you know, continuously. I don't think and look, all these scare zones are drastically different, but they have one common thread, and that's not going to overrun the overall event. You know, Vamp 69 is still gonna be an awesome Vamp 69 zone, and it's not gonna be worse than the fact 
because Dr. Oddfellow is somehow in there. You know, he's not going to overshadow that. So I think that's something that's very interesting, and I love that they're doing that. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, I don't feel worse. Uh, I feel about the same from the third spec map. It's pretty much the same to me anyway, anyways, but... Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, again, I don't think I still don't think there's that massive IP draw. I know that people want to use, um, which we didn't talk about, but um, The Last of Us is like the big IP draw, and it probably is or supposed to be. I just don't think there's anything on here that's like, well, Stranger Things, I guess, is really the big, big one, right? So yeah, those, that, I mean, that's probably the big, big IP draw, and that's fine. Um, I'm pretty, I mean, overall, I'm I'm excited for it i think it's going to be a good event i'm actually happy that i'm excited for a monster's house so like mm -hmm. i they don't did it they did the unthinkable yeah yeah they i mean they found a way to to, to to rope me in and so hopefully they don't ruin it and then ruin it forever for me but we'll see <laughs> uh so outside of one very obvious house i'm yeah I'm, I'm i'm pretty excited for this for this event so we'll see what happens so see what happens um again i go into everyone with an open mind i give everything a chance and then i make my final decision based on that but yeah we'll see what happens i i think i think i think we're looking at a pretty decent event i don't think it's the greatest one that i've been to so far i don't think it will be but uh at the same time i think it'll be fun and there'll be a lot of things to to really dig into so yeah yeah i'm really looking forward to this year honestly i feel like the last two years hadn't really like done it for me as being like a favorite year maybe since um 29 with House of Thousand Corpses and stuff like that. But I just think the scare zones, the houses, just everything that they have combined this year, I think so many of them pique my interest that I'm really, really excited. I think this year might end up being one of my favorite years within the last couple of years. Yeah. I, mm -hmm. It's it's looking good. It's looking good. Mm -hmm. So let's get into one last little thing. This, this news dropped uh, after all this stuff. They sent out the lists for unmasking the horror tours. So we know which houses are on which tours. So if you are doing the, th the three house tour, you'll be going to visit the last of us, the darkest deal and Dr. Oddfellow's twisted origins. And if you do the six house tour, you're going to get universal monsters unmasked, Chucky ultimate kill count, stranger things Four, Yeti campground kills, dueling dragons, choose thy fate and blood moon, dark offering. So a good little split. Uh, it makes sense that The Exorcist is not on that, being that it is still a movie that has been unreleased. So I guess that was the house that was missing. Yeah, so okay, I'm glad because I I'm honestly sure that's thought, also one of the ones where they're like, you you can't do that. Yeah, so, I, right. I was nervous because I thought Stranger Things was going to be that house. I thought that one was going to get left. I was too. List. Yeah, I'm surprised it's not. To be honest with you. Yeah, so I'm very. I, I'm sure that. I mean, that one. I I bet you will be able to take minimal pictures in, but yeah. I, there's only going to be probably yeah, a couple. It'll, it'll still be cool. Things. You can take pictures in this room. Yeah. You can take and pictures in this room. Mm -hmm. And that's it. That's the only room. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so before we get into our call-in section, which is pretty cool, we got a new this little call-in thing. New. Dangerous, but new. We have a contest that we have alluded to online. Pretty big one, I think. I think this is very fun. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited to do this. A couple of you got it right. Not everybody, but let's announce it. Let's announce the contest because what we're going to do is we're going to open this up on Monday. So we are going to invite one of you onto a three house unmasking the horror tour with us. I think Yay. me and Jamie are going to be picking a day. We are going to go. 
Um, so one lucky winner will get to come with us. So to enter, all this information will be put out on Monday. But if you're listening, you're going to kind of get first first sight on or first hear of it. So it's more of a Twitter and Instagram thing. So you have to be following us, of course. You have to retweet the post on Twitter or share the post on Instagram. And you have to tag three friends in the comments. Very easy. This is you don't have to pay for it. We're, we're not doing anything at cost. We are going to cover the cost of the tour for you. The contest is going to run from August 7th through August 21st. So you have two weeks to get in on this thing. So if for whatever reason you miss it, you have plenty of time to get in on this. So we're going to select one winner. So I'll take all the entrants from Instagram. I'll take all the entrants from Twitter. It's going to be one big pool. We are going to select one winner and we will announce it on our August 25th episode, which is going to be the kickoff of our one week until HHN Podathon, which we did last year. And we have already started game planning for that this year. So if you are not familiar with that, if you are a newer fan in the last year, the week leading up to Horror Nights, we put out an episode every single day from Friday to Friday. So you will not have a day where you go without listening something HHN related. We got your back. So like I said, this contest is going to go live on Monday. We will have it pinned on our Twitter. We will have it pinned on our Instagram. You will be able to find it very easily. And all you have to do, like I said, you're just going to have to be following us. You're going to have to retweet or repost that. And you're going to have to tag three friends in the comments. And we are going to bring one of you onto the three house tour with us. So we will get to see the last of us. We will get to see the darkest deal. And we will get to go visit Dr. Oddfellow and his twisted origins. Pretty. You haven't picked a date for that yet? No, no, I haven't picked that one. So what we're going to do is we will pick a date once a winner is drawn. Because I want to make sure that if they are not a local, maybe we can try and line it up. You know, obviously we are normal people with lives and stuff too. So we might have some stuff, some stuff going on at some point too. So once we, once we get a winner, um, we will get in contact with you. We will try to line up a day. We will see, you know, what your dates are in the area. We will see if you are a local and you can kind of make, you know, weekdays versus weekends. We'll, we'll go from there. Um, I didn't want to pick a date because I didn't want to discourage anyone from entering that wasn't going to be around in that time right. frame. That's what I was going to ask, because if it's somebody from out of state, maybe we'll have to plan it around when they're in town. Yeah. So we're going to leave that part open. We will we will look at what days are available once the contest is over. But that's it. Yeah, you're going to come on a little Unmasking the Horror Tour with us. If you've never done one, this is a good little preview. Uh, they're, it's they're awesome. Amazing. It's one of my favorite things to do at the event ever since we started doing them. They're really fun. Well, this is a pretty really. big announcement because it was news to me. I had no idea we were doing this. So that's awesome. <laughs> um, and I promise we're really, we're really nice. So, well, no. That mean, I mean, I wasn't going to do the Three House Tour this year, but... I mean, shit, this is, if this is what we're doing, I guess I'm going to have to. So, Oh, all right. We'll, we'll yeah, throw Seamus in there, do too. It. All right. Seamus coming along for the ride. Well, so you get weird if, like, band. only two of, are there, two of us are there, right? So You get the whole band for this one. But, mm-hmm. no, I'm excited. Um, this will be our first year doing both tours. We, we've we already booked our six-house tour. Um, mm-hmm. And in the past, we haven't done the three-house one. And I feel like I was like, all right, I just need to book this one because – we I, I I'm sick of missing the other three houses because I love the the tour itself. So I'm very, very excited. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, so that's our contest and that is the prize, and we will have all that information out for you on Monday. So let's get into Collins. I'm going to do my best. I'm gonna play the message. Oh, um, <laughs> and we can kind of 
respond. Um, these could go after. really well or really bad. <laughs> I did sort of screen these a little bit. All before, right, well, but... you have to screen them because I can yeah. only imagine the shit we're going to get. Yeah, so I'm so nervous. Let's see how we go. Uh, and some of them, maybe coming through the microphone, it might be a little bit harder to hear. So we'll, uh, I'll try to, if I hear from on my end a little well, bit. We can get right more now. fancy and like pump these in like yeah, digitally at some, at some point. point. All right, so let's let's fire this one up. Let's go. Click the right buttons and how do I get to I hear something. Oh, let's start this over. All right, Hello, my name is Bob and I'm and I'm calling in because I've been a fan of Hollywood Harmonite for a long time and I'm finally going back to Hollywood Harmonite to, to you and me and them making the announcement last Friday was such really amazing and I feel like this year's gonna be one of the most intense years and one of the most um, and one of the most, you know, like, emotive ideas, um, Hollywood Home and I have done in terms of, you know, using, using a structured story and just, you know, like using something original and therefore IPs. I love the IPs, but I love, I love how they do all the original stuff and how they, you know, and how you have all these amazing characters like that, the clown, the the, the, the tail taker, and all these characters come in. I truly, truly, truly love that. And I'm really excited for, like, my most anticipated house for the IP is definitely The Last of Us. I'm really, really excited for The Last of Us to see how they, how they, how they, how they, you know, do the video game. And I'm really interested in the Edward's house for the new movie. Like, threatening for you guys. Do you think they're gonna, they're gonna like recreate the trailer? Or do you think they're going to, they're going to like, um, like do, do the beginning of the movie? All right. So that one just cut cut off. off. Yeah, that one cut off. But a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah. This is going to be a very original year. There's a lot of stuff that's, going on in that in this year there's a lot of we, we just went through mom I mean, you got yetis you got dragons you got blood moon you got the darkest deal you got Oddfellow. there's different branches of everything but the exorcist thing right that's that's gonna be an interesting thing because it's who who knows like i i don't think they're gonna recreate just the trailer you know i we're gonna get scenes from the movie i think um but yeah, I'm I'm very interested to see, and we're gonna have to kind of speed through our answers because we are creeping up on our two hour mark. Yeah, we've got about anybody else? fourteen minutes left. <laughs> yeah, did, did anybody else have anything for Bob? Bob, thanks. No, for hey, thanks, Bob. That's awesome. Glad I know. Thank you. you for calling. I uh, hope, yeah. hope you enjoyed the year this year, and uh, I know definitely agree with you. I think it's gonna be pretty wild this year, so we'll see kind of where where they go with mm-hmm. it. All right, let's jump. I know, and I oh. go ahead. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say we we'll jump into the next one. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Little feedback. all the 
you guys, uh, you guys do. But, uh, keep up the good work. I look forward to your, uh, your review of this day. I know Nick gave me on vacation, but, uh, look forward to your guys' reveal of the same. Uh, and anyways, yeah, I'll talk to you guys later. See you in the phone. Bye. Oh, yeah. Thomas. I didn't catch his name. What, what was his name? It was Thomas, I believe it was. But... Oh, Tom. Okay. Appreciate yeah, thanks. you calling cool. in. We're Appreciate here for it. you. We're here We're here to get you through those work days. Cause... Yeah, and I'm here to piss you all off. So, you know, if you get angry <laughs> with one of my opinions, just remember I'm Seamus. So, you know. <laughs> we actually got two voicemails. That makes me so yeah, happy. We got, we got two more, too. Two more. Holy really? shit. Let's go. We're going to get them. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to run out of well, time. That's fun. Yeah. I got it. Thanks for calling in, Tom. We get <laughs> we're, we're a cut rate podcast. We still have to use like non paid. Sorry, <laughs> sorry if we got your name wrong. It was kind of hard yeah, to hear for us over the yeah, microphone. So if it's not Thomas, please let us know. Correct us. We'll find a we'll find a way to do this better next time. Maybe yeah. we won't be as crunched for time. But right. Hey guys, I'm a big fan. I have a question. Um, if you have to pick a favorite house, what would it be? You could pick from from all the years, all the years you have gone. You could pick. You just gotta pick one, one house that that's absolutely your favorite. Thank you. Okay. Love you guys. Oh, thanks, man. Oh, yeah. So thanks, nice. Man. Um, so nice. So yeah, this is a good, a good. So, uh, this is a perfect, quick answer thing. So stranded on that. a stranded on an island. What you can only have one house. Which house would it be? Graveyard games. Lock it I'll in. Go, I'll go wicked growth. <laughs> so you, I think you guys know what I'm gonna pick, but I'm not gonna pick it. <laughs> oh, I don't know. So I'm, uh, I'm gonna pick Dead Silence: The Curse of Mary wow. Shaw. Okay, different. Yeah, different. What was the one you were gonna different pick? Way, but not pick? way back, House of Thousand Corpses. Oh. But I only got to do the house one freaking time, so I can't really say too much about it. But it was awesome too. That's my number two. But <laughs> from 2007, I think was the Mary Shaw house. 2007, cool. 2009, but. Back in the day, it was a really, fu- really fun house. Dead Silence, one of my favorite yeah, movies. Yeah, I was a poor Love college it. kid. The house was great. See it. So it's, uh... <laughs> I was, I was a child, so it's okay. My parents <laughs> paid for it. <laughs> um, all right, thanks, mom and dad. And then the last one. This one actually came in while we were recording. So, we oh no, shit, really? Skin of your teeth. Cool. Just made it in time. Oh, I gotta put this thing on speaker again. Hey, Shadowy Soul and beer. Hey, fear and beer. This is Adam, <laughs> aka Shadowy Soul, and Matt from. Blood and Guts, HHN on YouTube. Just calling. Nice. We dig the show. We dig what you guys are doing. What's your thoughts on the Blood Moon House? We're kind of thinking it's sounding a little bit too much like Spirits of the Coven for our liking, but we will see. Let's get up. Let's get up in the fog and get a lacto cooler. <laughs> there. Stay spooky. <laughs> I'm definitely in on the lacto cooler. Yeah, I mean, we did talk about. I, um, I think that, I mean, I think what we 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 what we said what we yeah I think coming off that conversation I think it kind of answers his question I think he's right along the same thought process I had like it, it could very well go the way of Coven's if it's not careful but I'm cautiously optimistic that it won't and they'll actually do exactly what I have in have in mind it's like give me like that witch colonial era house and I'll I'll be I'll be happy about it yeah I I think it is I. I see why the comparisons are there for sure. Mm-hmm. It's you know it's a vague house right now. We don't know much about it. Uh, it it sound you know witches was kind of like that same aspect, or it was like that it's a witch cult or whatever, and this is a cult. So I can see why the comparisons are there. I'm hoping that they learn their lesson. I hope that it doesn't go completely off the rails. But I, that's 
that's kind of where I stand on Blood Moon. Um, and I'm absolutely here for that lacto cooler in the fog. <laughs> All right. So if you do want to call in, the number is 689 244 You can call in at any point during the week. We will play our messages. We will respond to yeah, our internal answer. Yeah, our our and our uh, the phone again is six eight nine two four four zero nine five six. So we don't have time to do horror movie of the week. We're gonna skip through that. Good, I didn't watch shit. So. Yeah, it, I mean, we were on vacation. We didn't really watch much, anyways. So uh, again, lots of awesome stuff. We are almost there. We are almost in the fog. As just sort of a wrap up, get ready for that contest. I hope a lot of people can find us from it. I hope somebody that maybe hasn't been able to go on one of these tours gets to finally experience it with us and get ready because I mentioned it. I mentioned our, our one week till horror nights Podathon. We are gearing up. We are getting ready and we are going to get you all kinds of episodes that week. We're going to do, we're doing drafts. We're doing hype lists. We're doing over or unders. We're doing hot takes. We're coming at you with everything we got. So that way you have something to listen to while you're, just watching the clock, waiting to see if it's Friday, September 1st yet. So that is what we have. Thank you for sticking along this whole ride. Until next time, this is Nick. This is Seamus. This is Jamie. Happy announcement season. Let's go. It's cursed. Cursed. Turn a death curse. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's a type of one good scare. <laughs> And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out. Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.